Hey, and welcome to Hold My Popcorn. I'm Max Elian Nashville, and with us in Boston is Tim Begin. How are you, Timmy? Uh, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. You know, no complaints. Um, just had a lovely dinner, Italian dinner with my wife and her mother, and they're at the Nutcracker. They asked me if I wanted to go, and I told them I would prefer to jump off the Tobin Bridge. And I'm here doing a podcast with you guys. I'd rather talk about a 20-year-old movie than go see that. Yeah, I'd rather talk about Heath Ledger. And in Baltimore, we have our hyena clit expert himself, Johnny Safari, Johnny Shack. How are you, John? Johnny Safari is good. Johnny Safari is on a break from researching uh, animal clitorises for the, for the for the week, so just sit here with a glass of red wine and uh, just watch Bill scream at Tim for the next forty five minutes. So, my wife is happy that you're done with that, John. <laughs> this an episode. There was nothing. Of, there was nothing offensive about it. It was all simple biology. Only thing Nikki had to say after the episode, she like walked out of the room she was in, just looked at me and just went, a lot of hyena clit talk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you never know what's going to happen on any of these episodes. Wasn't expecting no. that. Yeah, John, Dude, I, don't so- know, I don't know if I would describe hyena sex as docking as being <laughs> scientific. <laughs> well, I have to, the listeners have to understand how the act actually works. And if you understand what the act of docking is, then it makes perfect sense. It's just when you go down that rabbit hole, you do end up like that one, um, what do you call them, zoological expert, whatever, suing Disney for a defamation of character against the species of hyena. Because they It brings out... Talk. It, it brings out a lot, a lot of passion in me. It did, at least after like 45 minutes of watching videos of hyenas <laughs> and things to one another. Yeah. Well, I mean, minutes. we spent like 45 minutes on mm. it in the podcast. It kind of makes sense I, now that you watch 45 minutes of videos on it. <laughs> you know, I enjoyed every second of it. I had to go have a cigarette after. So. <laughs> I was just, I was just uh, surprised that there wasn't any mention of like hyena pegging or something like that. We didn't, we didn't get any of that. I don't know pegging, Bill. Explain to me. Uh, no, thank you. I'd rather not. Please. All right. Well, speaking of uh, Bill and Portland, Maine, <laughs> we have our <laughs> great transition by me. What a segue. We've got our squib expert, Bill Dooley, here. How are you, Bill? God damn it. I thought ah. we were done with this. In 2022, God, we will. <laughs> All right, I guess. Uh, well, um, it's going to be random. You're not going to know when we are. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure, like the last time, the last time that I was on, I was not called a squid. But I don't. Sure I mean, too. I don't know. I don't even remember the last time I was on this fucking stupid thing. Whatever. I'm fine. I'm angry now. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Max, thank you. You're welcome, Bill. Bill, do you like apples? No, no, don't do that. Just asking. Yeah, apples are fine. Apples are delicious. I particularly like the red Macintosh. Um, all right, Granny nice. Smith is all right. Okay, it's okay, a little too bitter. Much, too much. All right. We got a surprise last minute appearance as well. The resident lawyer on retainer, Pike Rebel, is on the show. You sons of bitches thought I was gone. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking can't, can't hold me back. Got a Heath Ledger movie with a bunch of historical inaccuracies in it. I'm come running for that shit. <laughs> the whole, that's basically all. As I look back at my notes, it's all I saw. Even though I wholly appreciate what this movie is, it's just supposed to be like fun. I was like, look at all the mistakes, <laughs> mistakes on mistakes. So that's basically all my notes. And so, uh, yeah. That being said, hello, Max. Hello. Oh, this and no one basically else. is like a '90s pop rock, like 
pop rock fusion music video music yeah. video yeah. set to like yeah holy hell brother. medieval times just a lot of yeah like colored hair that yeah. wouldn't exist at that time titties are just hanging out you know it's like people are just dancing i was like no emphatically not <laughs> <laughs> Well, we are wrapping up our movies be thankful for. And this week, it was John's selection as we watched yet another movie from 2001 in A Knight's Tale starring Heath Ledger. So, John, why'd you pick this one? Um, Because I like to celebrate the movie where Heath got out from underneath uh, um, Patriot. Patriot, was it? uh, The Patriot. Just because of um, the wonderful Jew-hating lead actor in that film that he was able to separate himself with going into this, um, which was just fantastic. So getting away from that really got to wash it out of his mouth. And it was the spring off of his entire career. It gave us Robert Baratheon in Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. It gave us Heath as the Joker and it gave uh, Jarvis for you, Bill, yeah. you know, Vision. in the Marvel universe. Yeah. yeah. Vision. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so because of that great springboard, and it was a feel good movie for the holidays which I think we all need these days. Um, and yeah, there we are. We got Pirate the Pete or Pete the Pirate too. Yeah, oh, fuck yeah. I forgot <laughs> that was Tunic. his role. <laughs> well, he's, I mean, I think more importantly, you get, you get the him as the captain in Firefly, the TV series. Ah. Oh. Jesus, Bill, he's not the captain. Mm. He's the pilot. I, the pilot, whatever. Preble. You dumb, handsome mother. <laughs> <laughs> he's Wash. John, you just mentioned the Patriot. I just realized that Tim, you have two degrees of separation to Mel Gibson. Right there. You got Heath Ledger and then your cousin. Bam. Yeah. Julia Styles. Yeah. Yep. So that's cool. I mean I it feels good. It feels good to be that close to Mel Gibson. What doesn't feel good is John senselessly attacking the man on this podcast for no reason for no reason John. <laughs> we're talking we're talking here about heath ledger and his wonderful movie the night's tale and then all of a sudden out of nowhere stab right mel gibson in the back okay <laughs> i did forget though that he had just come off the patriot right into this and this was this was like the springboard for his entire thing everyone realized like wow he's really pretty when he's they don't spend an entire 15 minute scene in the Patriot with him with his teeth stained blue because someone put ink in his tea. Like, really? That's not how you use Heath Ledger. <laughs> but it's got, it's got everything. I mean, it's got a rise to glory. It's got romance. It's got like literal medieval sports. It's got rock music, naked Englishmen and sexy blacksmiths. I mean, what else is there not to like? Yeah. This was the first time I've seen this movie and I gotta say it was a very brisk two hours and 12 Ooh. minutes. Like it, the movie goes by pretty quickly. It's very yeah. enjoyable. This um, is your first time seeing it, Max? Yeah. I remember the trailers from when this came out like 20 years ago. And that's why I did not want to watch it because of like they had the Queen music playing in the in the trailer. <laughs> I'm just like, fuck this. I'm like, what is this? This looks stupid. <laughs> <laughs> just what is this really picture corny. bullshit? Max is thinking <laughs> age yeah. 10. He's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fuck I- you. <laughs> you <laughs> <you're> <laughs> <stupid>. <laughs> shit. <laughs> but yeah, I did not expect it to be such like a wholesome, like such a, like a very wholesome movie in a very <gasps> disgusting time period. Oh God! I mean, yeah. at least you get you get to see uh, one person covered in shit walking down the highway, so that was fun. No black and light, no though. Jewish space lasers. So yeah. <laughs> Damn. 
<laughs> make some kind of Mel Gibson joke there, but I won't. <laughs> All right, should we get into it? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yes. Movie opens up with the subtitles talking about how jousting became popular with the rich and the poor alike in the 14th century. And we've got a one over the hill champion on his way out while his squire named William is on his way up. And when I say that the over the hill champion is on his way out, I mean he's dead. And when I say that William is on his way up, I mean he put on the armor, the uh, the knight's armor, just to impersonate him. What a, what a I, simpler time of identity theft. All you have to do is just <laughs> yeah. say a person's name. Then nobody uh, knows. They're like, all right. Yeah. I believe cool. it. Checks and that continued until like, it continued to like the 1970s. Like, right. <laughs> like you could just walk in like, my name is Bill Dooley. Okay. <laughs> As John. Like I could just be you. I could just smear your name all across Baltimore because everybody in Baltimore would give a shit about anything, but it's fine. <laughs> I kind of don't, don't understand the allure of, um, I mean, why are you trying to like sneak into this? Isn't it kind of like being a gladiator? <laughs> They're just like happy to have anyone who's willing to ride at each other with horses. So they die when one of them dies. It's like, is anyone it's, it's here willing to just put, is anyone willing to just get like basically splotched in the face with a bunch of wood and potentially <laughs> just get their brain pierced? Like, right. Yeah. Just anybody get in here. Yeah, it's only one splinters. step removed from football. Like, let's face it. I mean, <laughs> that many headshots, like, you know, American gladiator. someone running at you, that's the side of, size of a horse. I'm like, yeah, gladiator, of course. Fair. American gladiator. You know, the yeah. era of martial prowess and South, this is how you got hard at the end of the day. Go for it. So is this like, is this like the, the 14th century equivalent of like polo where only rich people are allowed to do it? Yep. In a sense. You had to be yeah. of some a kind knight. of, yeah, you needed to be a knight. In order just to do it, as they imagine, you need a lot of money times. to buy armor and horses and have people basically just pay to hang out with you as you travel throughout the countries, just hitting people with sticks. <laughs> you know, that's thing, that seems decadent. <laughs> only thing here, though, like this is—it's a medieval story. It's the Canterbury Tales story, you know. And mm-hmm. only thing I like. I was kind of expecting there to be some kind of like a posh British man or woman that narrated this and like had like the Canterbury Tale book opening up or even like Paul Bettany doing it since he plays a character who wrote the stories. But yeah. instead they just have like just black and white font. Like I, they just like threw that in the last second before they released the movie. You just really went into this movie sour, didn't you? No. My God. Like, it just, no, that was, this movie's going to fucking fact. suck. I bet you you're going to open up this shitty fucking book and it's going to be the worst book that we all were forced to read in fucking high school. No, I wanted that English. to happen. <laughs> I don't believe you. <laughs> anyway, all right. So uh, let's see. Where are we? We're at the uh, beginning. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Scene. Act one, scene one. Yes. <laughs> so, Everybody's starving. Oh, yeah, I seem to lose, lost my place. <laughs> Where Go are on. we? We haven't started. Mm, yes, that's right. Yeah, so uh, we'll just get into the little, you know, the first match here. So William, he gets smashed in the face, but he stays on the horse and he wins the match and the prize money, which leads into a training montage where William and his two buddies, Roland and Watt, um, are just basically impersonating horses so he can improve his jesting skills. It just seems like a poor way to practice jousting. Mm-hmm. I have to but agree. I'm not an expert jouster, so I don't want to judge too harsh. <laughs> well, I do joust a lot, but it's a different kind of jousting. It usually happens in um, the corner of like a gym locker room, but I digress. <laughs> <laughs> it's where Tim runs into a wall and sees if he can, if his dick can hit the wall first or his head. 
<laughs> definite, well, definite head. Stomach, really. Yeah. I will say, though, I do, I do love it because they, they just are like, oh, how many different ways can we practice you being on a horse without you being on a horse? Like, all right, we'll put you in like a cart. Okay, and now we'll put you in a boat. Now we're going to put you in. And I was like, all right, man, why don't we just fucking pick, a, pick one fucking thing and just do that? They're like stringing you know, these like little circles to for him to put the lance through through over like a river. I mean, you guys are spending a lot of like time and energy on something that has nothing fucking to do with jousting like at all. Clearly. And yep. as you said, they have a horse. Just yeah. practice it on the horse. That would make sense. If you're going to use the horse, you should probably ride the horse and practice with it. Yeah. And I don't care how much 13 silvers is worth, like the sheer number of lances that they did break in practice must have been all of that. And they also (laughs) still didn't have enough money to eat. So how did they make it alive like to the next tournament to actually be able to get some money? That's the whole beginning. It's like, we're starving to death. We're peasants. We spent it all on broken lances. Yeah. How did he stay up on that horse after he hadn't eaten in like half a week? (laughs) (laughs) It's like me going to go on the horse and just falling right back down. I, I no, also love I'm, that they have that. Then this movie lances are like baseball bats. Like you break one, you just go get another. Yeah. I'm like, aren't these fucking right. expensive? You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? Cutting down like England. fucking trees to make these. <laughs> yeah, expensive and probably labor intensive. I mean, yeah, right. But there's some guy we never saw who's just constantly making lances in the background. Like, holy shit, you guys! Why don't we cool it with these? So help me out here. Every every time one breaks, he's just. Ah! <laughs> you know, oh, son of a bitch! All right. <laughs> Cutting down trees, dragging it back over. Like, All right. Also, so Heath Ledger, he is so baby faced in this movie. Do you think that yeah. his beard was fake in the beginning of this? Oh, I guarantee it was. Yeah. It, it, it had to have been. Well, that and the, the dreadlocks on top of that. Yeah, the, yeah, the real question: Were those dreads real? God damn! Oh, that's how they made it. They when they cut the dreadlocks off, they ate the dreadlocks because they've fermented, <laughs> so they actually have caloric, you know, value. Oh, okay. these as the lances no, too. It had to have been. You could see it. You could see like the Elmer's glue kind of like holding onto his chin, you know, for that fucking shitty little wispy beard that he had. That's true. Also, just interestingly enough, I, or not interestingly, just, I didn't think it just was a fact. He got faction, like just smashed in the face with a lance. Like he's dead, right? Like oh, his yeah. head is like fucking off his shoulders, like rolling on the ground somewhere in fucking France. At this point, I just assumed that the, like Heath Ledger's way of winning in this was going to be like the the Homer Simpson episode where he's a boxer, <laughs> where he just gets bludgeoned to death every single time, but somehow doesn't die and then wins. By I didn't hear no bell. Yeah, I know. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is the Randy Marsh Rocky slash, and it's just like yeah. who can endure the most pain? I was going to make a different Simpsons ref- uh, <laughs> reference, Bill. It's still with with, with, with uh, Mo with uh, when they have like the monkey fighting with knives <laughs> just goes oh he ain't handsome no more <laughs> so let me give you to the punch with a different Simpsons reference <laughs> and kid gruesome and then uh, eventually kid mom <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh my god you killed the original alfalfa <laughs> good thing the studio owned him so <laughs> All right, so then now a clean-cut William, along with his two bros, come across a completely naked Jeffrey uh, Cosser. I'm going to fuck up all these names. I already fucked up jousting. Jeffrey Cosser. I, I called it jesting, I think. <laughs> it's jousting. Yeah, you did call it jesting. We let you slide yeah, there. I saw, I saw Mike do like his head jerk, but it's okay. <laughs> Joust! 
Yeah, but uh, yeah, Paul Bettany, he's just trudging down the road. He uh, offers William a forged nobility paperwork in exchange for shoes, clothes, and food. Once again, a running theme, I just want to say that I'm glad I'm on the episode every time this happens. Another bear butt. No no hair on that butt. What is going on in Hollywood? Where are the hairy butts? No, that's true. Especially in this time, dude. Yeah. I mean, how do you even get rid of hair in this time, in this day and age? (laughs) Like, I don't think they invented scissors yet. <laughs> you have to literally go get tar and feathered. Yeah. You just use a, the bone end of a sword and just <laughs> dry the shave. Tar them. feathered uh-huh. like they just stick their asses in honey and then just <laughs> rip them out or something like that. I don't know. But this was uh, right. this was this was Paul's first day of shooting and his first scene. They were like, "All right, wow. get out there, take all your clothes off." And he was in front of apparently a whole crowd of extras from Prague down this from down the street. And he's like, "All right, take the clothes off, go on yeah. walk." <laughs> they wanted Drew Carey for this role. <laughs> oh, oh my god! Like, Holy oh. hell! And they're like, no, that would have been awful. Like, All right, well then, how about Drew Carey plays uh, another? Like they wanted like him for a different role after that. Just the, the director was just like, no, Drew Carey's not in the yeah. movie. It doesn't make sense. But the Drew Carey show, um, yeah, it's like, nope, no one cares. Would he have an English accent? No, he'd no. just talk exactly like Drew Carey from The Mask. Just pretend like he's from Cleveland. Drew okay. Carey from The Mask? Is Drew Carey in The Mask? No. <laughs> Shut up, guys. <laughs> <laughs> he is in my movie, The Mask. <laughs> in my mind, he is. You know what I was talking about. <laughs> Are you thinking of Jim Carey? Yes. Drew Carey, you lost some weight. Again, Tim's constant theme for the past, I don't know, Four years, constantly not knowing movies. <laughs> <laughs> and just be like, yeah. Drew Carey. Drew Carey. Jim Carey, the guy from uh, Cleveland Rocks and <laughs> Jazz, you know? Remember Mimi? Wasn't she great on that show? <laughs> yeah, she with the hair crazy cat colors and stuff. Yeah, she was Carey. great. Yeah, that's, that's where they got the, uh, the inspiration for this movie, from Mimi. Exactly. <laughs> Could you imagine Drew being the one naked walking down those jelly rolls, just oh, covered in just horse shit <laughs> and hay stuck in there? Just every step he takes, you just see the jiggle go up from his leg all the way up his body. Like that's probably how the director won the argument. It was like, no, Drew's not in this. Yeah, he, absolutely he not. We're not going to subject anybody to that. Paul Bettany. Bettany, right? Or Brittany? <laughs> I think it's Bettany. Bettany. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm much happier to see him naked than yep. Drew Carey. Indeed. Indeed, you can't you can't have a poor author who's like a fat tub of lard. That does is just not going to work. Right. Again, me nitpicking, but he's like, "Oh, don't you all know who I am? I'm a famous writer." It's like these. It's like fucking 1350, man. These people are fucking illiterate. <laughs> yeah. No one can read. <laughs> Nobody like, can read. People in all of France can read. It's the dark and he's ages. He's like, you don't know who I am. Like, of course you don't. I've got three English people in medieval France talking in, you know, I mean, it's just like, this is, but we have like these American themes of like, you can do anything if you set your mind to it. I was like, this whole thing is just a mishmash. So nobody can't fucking read. Get out of here. Was the printing press even invented by this point? No. I don't think it was. No. This was, yeah, this is not 14th century. Yeah. yeah. Most of yeah, it well, was just monks shit faced. We have illuminated manuscripts with people. Yeah, I was gonna say you have people making these books. It's like Jeffrey Chaucer. First of all, I have, well, whatever, I'm not gonna get into it. No one can read it this time. <laughs> no one can read. Guilty, Your Honor. Guilty. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So then we're bre- 
we're briefly introduced to Lady Jocelyn, who uh, infatuates William immediately to the extent that William wanders into a church on horseback without realizing it. Smoke show. Yeah. Could you imagine Ooh, the equivalent shit. today of just driving into a church? <laughs> yeah, just rub- <laughs> that's, what it would be. that's basically what it'd be. You'd just be rubbernecking some hottie and just drive straight into a church. <laughs> hey, honey, what's your name? Oh, fuck! <laughs> Holy hell, look at that smoke show. Jesus Christ! <laughs> The body, and then he's just, it's, in, it's like inside the church, there's a cutscene, and the priest is going, The body of Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Crucifix collapses down onto the car. Yeah. Great. I love it. It's projectiles out of the stained glass. <laughs> All right. Them dupe boys are at it again. So, why is it we never see this actress? And, like, I can't think of anything else she's ever been in. Oh. She's, she's in that movie. hyper. That well, yeah. What is it, John? It's like um, the order. Thir- no, it's like thirty. Uh, thirty. Uh, oh, like thirty th- days and thirty yeah. nights. That I can't jerk off. Nights, movie. Yeah. 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 yeah exactly. It's super, it's just a hyper horny movie. All it is is just like for horny teenagers. Like that's what that yeah. movie was. Okay, okay I'll dude, check it's that a out. good question though. It's a good question because like she is super hot. She's she's a good actress. I mean, why is she must be awful to work with? That's really the only so, answer. Or she didn't blow Harvey. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So something had to have happened that did not involve Harvey. Um, But where the only trivia, when I was looking up trivia, she kept um, coming up. The only thing that would come up is she would be like, you know, I wish I would have finished school. I was like, what the fuck happened? Like, that was it. That's what I found. She had regrets about jumping straight into Hollywood. And I was like, well. I mean, it worked. It paid off pretty huh. early on. You're in like two movies that made like a hundred million dollars. Like before you turn like yeah. twenty one, <laughs> it's pretty fucking good. Yeah. Oh, she yeah. was in. Um, exactly. She was in Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. She was in a couple of TV shows. She's she's doing movies again. I know she had a she had a kid and stopped for a while. I know that. Just does like no oh, okay. Yeah, but yeah, she's, she's yeah. in like a band or something. Was like, right. Yeah, and her, her well, she looks like in this band. movie. She looks like Nikki Six straight out of <laughs> fucking um, she, oh, whatever. Avril Lavigne or something. Yeah, she's she looks like a punker. Yeah, this. well, the the big spiked purple hair that happens later. I was like, dude, she's smoking. Ha! After that, <laughs> the only thing she was missing in this movie is <laughs> just having a nose ring. <laughs> just this might as well just do it. Like you have fucking Very ACDC well. playing in this movie. Just give her a nose ring. All right. All right. So then we got uh, William winning one sword fight after another, uh, accompanied by the song Taking Care of Business. <laughs> and I'm not joking about that. That's a, I have to say, yeah. I'm sorry. That's a hilarious way of describing this scene. <laughs> they fight some guy and taking care of business playing the This is the least amount of notes I think I've right, ever yeah, for, for an episode. <laughs> yeah, there's not much going on. Feel good. Very basic. Yeah. That being said, though, why is he good at sword fighting? He's some fucking peasant, you know, he doesn't, he has no skills. We didn't see him fucking fighting people. We saw him riding on a stupid boat as two dummies pulled him so he could put a stick through a hole. You know, no one, I didn't see any sword fighting during any of this training montage, but apparently that's the thing he's best at. I'll take it another step further. He is poor. Where does he get a sword from to practice with? Like, (laughs) there's no way that you could, he could afford that. He took it from his, from his dead boss. I think. I think yeah, he just literally just stole all yeah. of his shit from him. <laughs> but they, they they say like, oh, but you know, like sword fighting is your best sport. He's like, I don't do it. It's not. There's no big money in that. And then like, 
they never have any callback to sword fighting again the rest of the movie. (laughs) They don't even, he doesn't even pick up a sword again the rest of the movie. I I did expect him to like, you know, maybe there'd be some big climactic finish where he would sword fight the bad guy or something like that. Like at some point that would happen. Nope. Yeah. Or like, you know, he beats him in, in the jousting and then he's all like the bad guys all butthurt about us. And then he takes out a sword and then they have a sword fight after like, that would make sense. Otherwise, nah. why is he even fucking? Why do they even mention the fact that he's a good swordsman? Exactly. Why do I care about that he fights well with a sword? Like, what does that have to do with the story? It has nothing, apparently. Because he's okay, handsome no. and talented, so everything to like. Mm-hmm. And it. his name is William, which is wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> the last point seems a little wrong, but let's give him a fucky all right, so then we're introduced to Kate, the female blacksmith who fixes William's armor and joins the uh, Willie Thatch crew. <laughs> it does sound like a gang of bank robbers I from d- like the 1920s. I it's, just reread pretty- <laughs> what the fuck did I write down? It's like fumbling over my own words. Yeah, Kate, the blacksmith uh, who founded, uh, well, we'll see later, founds uh, Nike back in like the you know the 14th century. So that's kind of cool. <laughs> So she looks familiar. If she looks familiar to you, it's because she was Lydia in uh, Breaking Bad. She was right. like the the manic executive who supplies Gus and Walt really? with all the uh, chemicals to make meth. Huh. She's like oh. super anal with her coffee or her tea or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, she was about three and a half feet tall in that one, too. Yeah, that's her. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, she's a tiny, <laughs> tiny person. This. Also, she's apparently some kind of a genius who's just like, no, no, no. I found out a way to make armor that's lighter but stronger in my tiny little, you know, blacksmith, you know, my forge here. And I'm like, no, you fucking didn't. <laughs> just, yeah, just, no. for, just fix the armor. Don't become some wizard. You know what I mean? It's like, get the fuck out of here. No, Bro, I mean, do, like, do you hate women empowerment? I don't, I don't understand. Bill, I don't know how many times I have to say this, so I'm not going to say it again. <laughs> women don't deserve. everything anymore everything anymore i do love it because then she's like oh my husband used to now he's dead or whatever and i'm like oh so you learned how to blacksmith through your husband that makes sense for the 1300s get out of here (laughs) get back to your loom no i don't want to i don't want to marry you so that you could sire children and (laughs) have children and make a home for me i want to teach you my trade and emasculate me completely in this exactly. extremely pa- uh, patriarchal time. Yeah, but don't worry. But don't worry. We have some cool 1970s rock going on. So, you know, whatever. Female empowerment, I guess. Do you want this whole movie set to something that would equally be at home in a 1980s action movie with Kevin Bacon in it? <laughs> yes, I do. Okay, great. Yeah. Yes, yes, that sounds great. Horses and or an 85 Fire Thunderbird driven <laughs> <laughs> that's what I want this soundtrack to fit with that would have been better if they were jousting and then William at the finale he just comes out in a fucking like blue and red firebird with this well, out. it's funny you say that because like his symbol at some point or at least when it's painted on people's faces later in the movie like is the actual emblem of the firebird like back in the day at some point it would have like, been great it's, it's, it is it is it's fucking ridiculous but yeah, yeah whatever Oh, good. The uh, the shield just has like a little slit in the center of it, just to get some uh, you know get some circulation into the the rest of the the shield. <laughs> <laughs> it's completely pointless. 
<laughs> All right. So then we are introduced to uh, the antagonist of the movie, Count Adamar, who hits on Jocelyn and then teases William in front of everyone. Then they square off with William winning the first two rounds. But then Adamar comes out on top after he smashes William in the face, causing a concussion and a flashback. This guy is the original douchebag of the early 2000s. Like whenever he's Rufus. Yeah. What a fucking name. Every time he slithers onto a camera frame. I mean, you just know it's like, Oh, here's the asshole. This is great. I love to hate him. I really do love to hate him. I don't Uh, remember what else um, he was in, but I remember he cheats in whatever movie, other movie it is too. in like some kind of competition. Man in the high castle. Yeah. Yeah. He's a Nazi. One of the Nazis. Oh yeah. He plays a Nazi. So there you go. So yeah, he's still, still pulling it back. Oh, 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 a very good Nazi. American Nazi. Which is the only thing I think we have left. Those are good kind of Nazis. Yeah. Yeah. Modern Nazi. We got We got a few of those Nazis in Congress. Yeah. I got one representing my state. I'm sorry, guys. I got to do a political one on myself. You know, they're very fine people, and I don't want to hear shit about it. On both, yeah, on both sides, you're totally right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Damn right, brother. Let us move on. God, but that that being said, again, I'm just going to spoil this. He's definitely my favorite character. He's easily the best. He's fucking just good at what he does. He goes to war, kills people, comes back, trying to win ladies. Love it. Yeah. I mean, you Great say he's, he's good at stuff, but he keeps losing to William. So, <clears throat> or he loses. Well, obviously, to he's some kind well, of no, Bill, demigod. Wrong, he, he, Jesus he, born he again in this in this holy <laughs> Christmas time, Bill. So he's, he's perfect. I don't know what to tell you. Bill, take a gander at he's William and tell me if you're if anyone's going to beat him. Okay, bud. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. That's what I'm saying. He's dead sexy. I'm pretty <sighs> sure. Thoughts. I'm pretty sure Heath Ledger. I'm pretty sure Heath Ledger introduced most of women in our generation to like the massaging, uh, the massaging setting on the uh, on their shower head. <laughs> <laughs> Heath Ledger also introduced me to uh, lubing with, with spit in your hand. Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, it's gonna be a lot colder for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 30 minutes in. We needed to make at least one broke back joke. Just gonna force it in there. <laughs> yeah, no pun intended. Just force it in there. Okay. Woo. Giddy up. <laughs> so I don't I don't think I've ever told the story on, on the podcast before about our uh about John and I watching broke back. John and um our, our Russian friend Ilya. Uh, for the month of February, which is the shortest month, uh, they wrote a contract in actual writing saying that neither one of them would drink for the entire month. And then my idea was as punishment, if they broke it, they would both have to watch Brokeback Mountain holding hands. And if they stopped holding hands, we'd have to restart the movie. <laughs> and then they lasted like eight days. So they held hands for eight days? No, they held hands for the entire Brokeback movie, though. Yeah, watching Brokeback Mountain. Um now, it was great because we did have a clause where we were allowed like one cigarette break where yep. we could not hold hands. So we, we burned that real fast. But the best part about it is that all of our friends had to sit there yep. with us holding hands and watch Brokeback Mountain with us to make sure that we were holding hands. So it's like... Mm. Didn't think about that part when I, uh, when I mentioned <laughs> no. it. 
how am I going to monitor this bet? <laughs> but also the weird, so like the girls would just come in and out too. Just open, they just like come in just to look and laugh and then they leave. And it was just a room full of dudes watching Broke Pack together. <laughs> and I have to say, holding another man's hand watching that, it gives you a lot of clarity. And I don't think it was a great movie. It was better than we all thought it would be though. Because the movie ended and we're all like, that wasn't yeah. that bad. Oh. <laughs> well. Like, the, I mean, well, especially the ending, like one of the characters, like what happens to them? We're all, I mean, I, re- I remember watching just being like, oh God, this is heartbreaking now. Like I'm getting invested in this movie. This was supposed <laughs> to be a joke. <laughs> it was way, it was it definitely, it touched my heart a lot more than the uh, Passion of Christ. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> okay, moving on. So <laughs> also the note later, uh, William, he injures uh, his opponent, Thomas, uh, Sir Thomas Colville in the second round, but allows him to retain his honor. By doing a ceremonial pass in round three, which gets Jocelyn all hot and bothered. Smoking. <laughs> Drew Carey, smoking. Oh my God, these <laughs> jelly rolls. <laughs> <laughs> smoking, price is right. <laughs> I bet you he would have been wearing glasses too. Like, even though this would have been in like 1300s. He would have yeah, been wearing like the Drew Carey glasses. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been in his contract for sure. <laughs> All right, so then we have a medieval improv uh, dance party led by William, accompanied by the song Golden Years by David Bowie. It was good. It was good. I liked yeah. it. No, like, cause I, hate, I hate dancing sequences and anything. Like, fuck that. This was awesome. No, we got to see him sexy dance. Got to have the, what did they call um, him? He was like the alien, the Martian, the musical artist. Bowie. Uh, yeah, Ziggy. Ziggy Stardust. Ziggy Star, Ziggy Stardust. But no, it worked. It actually, it pulled me into something that I usually hate. I don't know. Does everybody else like dancing sequences in movies that aren't like... <laughs> Medieval dancing? <laughs> Bill just races his hand. Yeah. I saw yeah, it. Like, yeah, hello. We, yeah. we still do that in Portland. <laughs> <laughs> I, I enjoyed it. It was, yes. Yep, that it's was nice. Thank you. And I'm not okay. going to lie. A dancing sequence to a David Bowie song is better than a dancing <clears throat> sequence. Not to a David Bowie song, but I would still prefer no dancing sequence. Wrong. All right, Bill, let's go point by point in this. (laughs) (laughs) This is where we're going to get that led up to this, though, I thought was great because Mm -hmm. I just made a note to myself as, like, you know, whatever the. the attractive women, the, you know, the female interests friend comes over is like, oh, what are you wearing? And they're all like so embarrassed that a girl's talking to them. It's like great to know that grown men are also afraid of girls. <laughs> like they've never uh, spoken to one in their lives. They're all just like, oh, with I guess uh, a green with a green. And I was like, this is this is going so well. It's a light green. Humana, humana, humana. <laughs> exactly. A girl, and they just run away. I do like too during the uh, like when they're like practicing the dance. Um, Watt punches Jeff in the face, and then there's like no additional dialogue. They just like fade to black, and they cut back in, and his nose is just clogged with blood. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. That <laughs> All right, so then uh, in the next tournament, everyone learns that Sir Colville is actually Prince Edward. So Adamar withdraws his match, but William doesn't, which earns him more brownie points with the future king. Dude, and not just the fucking. Prince Edward. He was the Black Prince, dude. Just fucking metal. Epic. <laughs> so cool. Apparently he never was uh, king. He died before he could even be king. What a yeah, pussy. man. Dysentery is a bitch. Yeah. Is what I hear. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> kills everybody. Kills everybody from, you know, time immemorial until approximately like 1900. 
Like, okay. That's the worst way to go. You just shit yourself to death. <laughs> shit yourself to, to death. Death. Woo. To death. Good times. It must times. It must be fun for like the first 10 minutes. It's cleansing and then it's all downhill from yeah. there. And then you're like, wait, where did my spleen go? Oh, fuck. Yeah. There it is. I've run out of poop, and now my body's just using my organs. So it's <laughs> it's all coming. Here's my kidneys. There it goes. <laughs> oh, they're in the toilet. I mean, whoop, there's no toilet. <laughs> I didn't dig this hole deep enough. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. A, a hole, Bill? Come on. That's 1400s technology. <laughs> you use the, you you shit use the, t- the river. In the, in the <laughs> 1300s, you shit in your dinner plate. <laughs> you shit in your, the same Plates. water you drink out of. That's what you do. And then you give the rest of your yeah. family dysentery. Yeah. <laughs> also, just fun fact. He takes his helmet off and everybody recognizes who he is. No one would recognize him. Nope. There are no fucking photographs in 1300. It's just some <laughs> fucking guy. Yeah. Right. And you're also uh, in France. They probably hate this guy. Do you know well, what I mean? It's also, t- Mike, you're right. It's during the Hundred Years' War right yeah. now. So those two, they wouldn't have been hanging out. Nope. Oh, man. They would have been fucking killing each other. Yeah. So, but you know what? Yeah. <laughs> it's a movie. It's a movie. And I'm like, yeah, <gasps> yeah. This, that's what I kept having to think to myself. I'm like, this is not real life, Mike. This is a film. <laughs> this doesn't make any sense at all. Take the helmet off. <gasps> oh my god! It's someone we don't recognize. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god! He has hair and a full head of teeth. That's another point. Everybody in this movie would have been missing like all of their teeth. Oh, they would have been disgusting, Cockney. Every people. single one of them. Yeah. Can I fix your they, shit boots, eh? They'd just be like all those people. Like, just like, no, go all, away. Only every so. Can I lick your boots? <laughs> Every so often, they just throw in like a child, and they just like the art director must be like, you know, here's what I'll do: I'll put a bunch of black shit on your face. It's like that's they're dirty. It's well, like, maybe oh, okay, maybe that's how they knew that he was royalty. It's like the the Monty Python thing. Oh, how do you know he's king? Oh, he's not covered in shit. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> he takes a bath every two months. Hmm. Also, what was up with the cross on his cheek? And, like, what was what was that? Was that a scar? Was it Who a, had a cross on their cheek? The, um, the, the black prince. prince. Yeah, he did. Oh, yeah. I didn't notice. Yeah, yeah. It might something. be a scar, like a tattoo. Because he's, he's the black prince. I, yeah. I don't know. Battle hardened black prince. I guess it but, is. Yeah. The cross was upside down. My God! It would have been fun to see like a headbanging thing at some point with all the long ass fucking medieval hair in the background. Everyone just. Two thousand and one. They should have been playing corn. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> instead of the Bowie song, they just put on. They just have corn got the life instead. They're just doing the little medieval. No Creed or Creed. Yeah. Or can you take me higher? <laughs> Thank God that song wasn't in this movie because that actually would have been kind of appropriate <sighs> during a yeah, little that was montage. place where blind men see. A blind men scene would have been perfect good. for the Williams' father, as we find out. Later. That's how they introduce yeah. Williams' father with the Creed song. <laughs> no, and then, then they start crying. This goes into oh another God. Creed song. What the hell is water up on? It's like, what the fuck? Two Creed songs in a row? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah. So also, yeah, William. He wins a tournament, but he's pissed because he wasn't able to defeat Adamar. So he just takes it out on Jocelyn instead. <laughs> 
just like I mean, a real that's man. That's a real would. 1300s move right there. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. that's exactly what would happen in 1300s. You're just a stupid yeah. girl. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> really. It's like, all right, good, good. But again, just pre-teen angst. Pre-teen angst. Just mm. being like, God, you understand me. <laughs> they run well, like, how old was he than this? Was he like basically like a day over puberty at this point? Like to your comment much earlier about him having the baby face. I mean, he was always very pretty, but he's like 20 or 21 when they filmed this. My God. And it's, yeah, it's crazy. Fun, fun fun 28. William Thatcher couldn't Damn. have been any older than like 14. Otherwise he would have been married and had three or four kids. So yeah, he would have been ancient True. by this point. The yeah. guy who died was, uh, was 27. <laughs> <laughs> You know, he would be closing in on the average lifespan of any kind of male yes. in Western Europe at that time. So, yeah. Considering how young he was filming this, fun fact, this is part of the trivia shit, but he was banging um, Heather Graham. She was on set down the street in Prague. Nice. Yeah, yeah nice. nice. Thumbs up to that. Yeah. 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 Too bad there wasn't that sex tape that couldn't come out, you know it's, what I mean? Yeah, seriously. Also, like, how intense is, like, back then, that was, um, so that was with Johnny Depp, and that was, like, at his, like, zenith. And, yeah, she chose Heath over Johnny Depp. Oh, for the, uh, the In Hell movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. In Hell. Jack the Ripper movie? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. Oh, God. I mean, she made the right choice. I think we can all say the hindsight here coming from 100%. 2021. Yes. Yeah, good choice. Yeah. Dead Heath. <laughs> Greater than live Johnny Depp, for sure. <laughs> Greater than live Johnny Depp selling whatever perfume he's selling now that have wolves in it or something. <laughs> I see his does perfume it, at all the time. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Does it have real bits of wolf in it? I hope so. My bracelets do too. <laughs> all I need is God. the seventh Pirates of the Caribbean. Just give me more Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> I oh, promise sure. I won't go buy wrong. more houses around the world with it, with the <laughs> more wine for Johnny. Oh, <laughs> Johnny needs more more wine money. It's one of that Jesus juice. <laughs> Apparently, he has a like a like a crippling wine addiction that he spends like yeah. millions of dollars yeah. a year on wine. Yeah, he has like stockpiles around the world yeah, where he I can find just that. like show up in a country. It's like, yes, bring me my stockpile of wine. Like, <laughs> and like, I know what it feels like to, get, to freak out. Like, I have like 30 bottles of wine in the house. Like, this is this is out of control. Johnny has like 10,000 bottles throughout the world. Like, something you have ridiculous. 30 bottles of wine in your house? Um, we did at one point. We're running low right now. We're right about what is what is low? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Good God. <laughs> Some of it we age. Some of it, you know, we'll, we'll have, depending. Yeah. All right. Bill and Sam are still sharing one beer a night. So every, every four days, excuse me. So, you know. It's a different world out there. We actually did split a beer tonight. <laughs> hey, where do you go, Bill? Can't, get, can't go too crazy. You can't have a whole whole beer. I thought about okay. I thought about pouring myself a whiskey for the podcast. I was like, eh, I've already had some better drink, though. So that's would be too much. Come on, Bill. Be reasonable. I've already, you've only had half a beer. So what are you going to do? One sip for me, one sip for you, and dump out the rest. <laughs> All right, that's enough. That's enough of that. Swish and spit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so with the help of his friends, William co-writes a love letter to Jocelyn that is super effective because she then arrives in Paris to see him, where she demands poetry, to which William starts talking about her tits. So she... <laughs> so she then just... <laughs> So she then just flips out and says, well, if you love me so much, you'd purposely lose your stick and horsey match, 
which initially gets William pissed off, but he eventually agrees. And then we get a montage of William getting smashed by lances over and over again, while his friends watch in disgust while also dodging shards of splinters. Then Yoko changes her mind and tells William to win every last match for her, which he does. Then they fuck! (laughs) This is... I have to say, this is probably the most accurate movie scene in the history of I, this is just this is just life. This is just reality. It's like a woman goes, "Well, if you let me, you'll do this ridiculous thing." And then once you do that ridiculous thing, it's like, "Why did you do that ridiculous thing? You don't, you know, I'm not attracted to you anymore." Do the opposite now. <laughs> do the opposite now. All right, all right, we'll fuck. All right. Sorry, I know you just dislocated your arm, but you can win now. No, I physically can't. It would have only been more perfect if they would have thrown in from that other movie where it's just like, well, what can I do to prove prove my love to you? Well, it's not that simple. (laughs) And then comes back around to it. What do you want? It's not that simple. It really is. You just fucking tell me. So I suppose that this is like... I just want you to spend time with me is what she's saying. Mm. And it's mm. like, oh, I can't do that. I'm running around trying to fuck knock people off horses. And it's like, okay, well. I just don't but, understand why she couldn't take the compliment of her tits. I thought that was a nice thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but she doesn't really have any. And that's actually what her name is. Kate says that too. She's like, she doesn't really have much to make a yes. poem about anyway. Yeah. They're great. Take a goddamn compliment. Yeah, Kate. Jeez. She's no Heather Graham, am I right? <laughs> I'll tell you what. <laughs> she ain't no 2001 Heather Graham. <laughs> Oh, so that's why Heath was so smiley in this movie. Because like every time he got upset, he just got fucked. Like I mean, just like, it's like Heather Graham. That's it. Wow. All right. So then, back in London for the final tournament. Are we at the final tournament? Yeah, I guess we're at the final tournament. I guess that yeah, last yeah. scene I mentioned like literally lasted twenty minutes of the movie. Um, so we're in there the was final. a lot of flying wood in that scene. Like it went on for way too Bukaki long. Yeah. Flying wood. Yeah. Oh, dude, it was so much <laughs> fun to watch it. It was it was all real jousting too. It was awesome to watch, though. I guess they used a dummy for when he was just getting smashed over and <laughs> over back and forth. Because <laughs> like his, his his complete like his back and his spine just been completely like 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 a yeah, Lego character. <laughs> like it's not supposed to work like that. That's all right. Awesome. I'll read this. I'll read this line for the third time. So back in London for the final tournament, where Adamar tells William that he has uh, entered negotiations with Jocelyn's father, and uh, he's going to make her his trophy wife, no matter what. <laughs> By literally saying, "I'm going to put her on my mantle." Yep. It's like, oh, wow, correct. You, the movie needed this scene though, because they also like mention that Adamar like got kicked off the battlefield for like raping and pillaging too many people in France, but like. To this point, like they needed to raise the stakes because at this point he's just a rival, like that just likes the same girl. He hasn't really done anything wrong. Right, right. Agreed. Fair. Yeah, he's just like Ooh. a bad. He's like he's just better at jousting than our hero because he's been doing this his whole life. Like, who oh, okay. is who is Jocelyn like in this world? Is she I, like I, what is her? What do we ever get like an explanation of her family? Why would a count be going for her other She's than a lady? Spike? So she's, I think she's from some sort of. Yeah, she's in a noble family. family. Yeah. She is. She's okay. one of the few that actually isn't even based off of somebody real. Almost everybody in this that's a knight or noble or something is based off of somebody real. Mm-hmm. Way off. The timelines are all fucked up. Like half of them aren't even alive at the same time. But she's like the only one where it's just like, 
hot. She is hot. <laughs> really yep, all I needed. Yeah. <laughs> good enough for you. Yep, Couple yep. things here. Like it. <laughs> yeah, we're good. We're in agreement. Okay, yeah, moving yeah. on. Yeah. <laughs> good board meeting, <laughs> everybody. <laughs> yeah, move, we're okay. Let's move on to the second part of the agenda. Um, okay, here it is. Here's the second part of the agenda. <laughs> um, a, I'm a big fan of this like Formula One style like jousting circuit that they have. That's totally just bullshit because it's like <laughs> they really built it into the cities. The jousting circuit from some bumfuck place in France to another bumfuck place in France to Paris to London that would take eighty fucking years to do that once in this awesome. time period. Yeah. You know. They yeah. make it seem like they're just like, oh, like Rouen and like, Fr- like France is like this, like the size of, I don't know, the, like San Marino. It's like, OK, like the tiniest country you can imagine. It's like, no, man, like to move everything like you're, you're on horses. You can, you can travel like three miles a day. Like, get out of here. No one's traveling like this. Yeah. And that's not if you're and that's if you're not murdered by some like band of marauders on the road. Because <laughs> it's the hundred again years in the war. midst in the midst of the hundred years yeah. war. Yeah, right. And no one's getting murdered here. Yeah, well. <laughs> In between two black plagues. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. Also like, good. No, plan. no, no. Yeah, that's fine. But hey, it's, like, it's the world championships. It's, it's like also they would just be showing up in England. You know what I mean? They're just like showing up on English shores. They're going to think it's like a fucking, it's a fucking invasion. It's not like they have email to just write, hey, we're going to be stopping by England. <laughs> FYI, <laughs> yeah, taking the taking the private jet over to uh to, to England for a day or two. Second, second, taking thing. the PJ. Good. <laughs> Point three second on the thing. agenda. Okay. World was a lot better when you could negotiate brides. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> when you want, when you walked in, when you it's like the C, it's like the collective bargaining agreement. That the MLB and the players union are coming in. You know, like we walk in. This is my this is my offer. As, no, no, no. She's worth a lot more than that. And as we know from Major League Baseball, that always works. It is a perfect system. <laughs> oh, we're in the middle of a, a two-year pandemic. We want more money. No, uh, no. That's for another day in another text chain that John's not on because he doesn't need to listen to us bitch about Major League Baseball strikes. Nope. Also fair. You come talk to me when you find something that has a bigger clitoris than a fucking female hyena. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Is it the size of a baseball bat? I don't want to hear it. Uh, nope. Yeah. nope. All right. So after Dave wins, William goes back to his cheap side neighborhood and has an emotional reunion with his now blind dad. But sadly, this reunion is ruined when Adamar stalks William and then he rats him out to the authorities. God. Fucking French bastard. Of course he would and do I'm this. And also, did no one think that it was thing. odd that he was running around the slums too? Couldn't he have turned around and been like, no, well, you're a, not a noble person. You're a witch too. You creeped on me in the slums. Yeah, like, what the fuck? That was exactly my thought when I saw this. I'm like, this is such a French fucking move. <laughs> like, this is such a French. You can't, you can't actually win fair and square. So you're gonna like, you know, tattle on people. <laughs> you fucking pieces of shit. And this is the first of like a two pronged effort to fuck him over, as we'll see yeah. in like another thirty seconds. But well, yeah, so, like, what the fuck? Well, what even what evidence did he provide that like that could refute uh, Chaucer's like forged documents? 
they jump Nothing really other than fast. The fact yeah. that he's like a, yeah. a nobleman. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'm a rich white man. <laughs> Just do yeah. what I tell you. <laughs> okay. Do what I say. Yeah, I basically Just think it's little... like a met. He has better connections, so. Yeah. Yeah. Also, uh, the the actor playing the dad, fantastic crier. Because from now until the end of the movie, yeah. he's only crying, and he's doing a very good job. At it. <laughs> Do you think they had to like give him a bottle of water after like every shot? Like here, you got to rehydrate, buddy. Like, you're just leaking. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I can stay in act. I can stay in my character. <laughs> All right, George. We want you to like, we want you to have a serious scene here, and then you're going to be laughing. No. I do one thing, and I do one thing good. I cry. cry. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. Was the middle name on my birth certificate serious or laugher? (laughs) No, it wasn't. It was Cryer. It was George Cryer. George Cryer Mason. (laughs) He's just getting more and more emotional as he goes on. (laughs) You see these crocodile tears? These are the biggest in the biz. You hire me to laugh. You hire me to cry. You hire Drew Carey to laugh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so everyone tells William that he's a run in order to avoid punishment, but the stubborn William refuses, saying that he's a knight, which he isn't, so he's he not. gets arrested. Yeah, yeah, I, that, I just, yeah. Okay. He says it like three times, too. I'm a knight! Everyone's like, <sighs> Will, you're not. Mm. Oh, fuck. Get out of my time, please. I went to night, <laughs> night school. It would have been great if this turned out he just loses his mind and starts believing he actually is like of noble birth. You know, and just like, that's the that's the twist at the end of the movie. I went Becomes on the crusades. Much, much film. I found the Holy Grail. That was me. <laughs> it's really just a comment on uh, dissociative personality disorder. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I really like this night tale until it took a real turn for the worst when they just got kind of broke out their uh, their little speaking circle and just all talked about their feelings and their depressive or- disorders. Like, oh, the last half hour of the movie, I just didn't know what was going on. It's been a rough morning for William. Just don't talk to him. <laughs> he's, he's, he's going through an episode right now. <laughs> all right, so the next day, William's on the stocks getting pelted with cabbage and right as the mob's about to lose control old Prince Edward uncloaks himself to the crowd and proclaims William a knight also I just don't understand like this is a, a thing in movies and I, I just I'm fine with it it is what it is but like these people would love him more to learn that he was just a commoner and like and rose up and defeated all these people and stuff like that just because he got caught they wouldn't be pelting him with cabbage it just that's uh, I don't know. That's foolish. They're also starving. It's like, wait a minute. All <laughs> yeah, you poor yeah, people that's, that's are throwing point. all of your all you poor hungry people are throwing food at this other poor person. This other poor person who beat the rich people at their own game. <laughs> yes, correct. And yet, there's literally, literally Robin Hood. <laughs> well, fun, so fun fun fact or two things. Fun fact is the little kid that walks up and smacks him on his head. Yeah. That's the same kid that's like. Losing his shit and like giving him the thumbs up and everything when he's coming into the city with everybody. Yeah, yeah, fuck you. (laughs) Second thing, fucking Prince Edward pulling this shit out of his ass because yes, he has the power to knight him, but he has to explain to everybody that yes, my very fancy scribes found that he is part of an ancient noble lineage. Hmm, it's like bullshit. So he just he's a prince. He can just knight people. 
Well, so it's basically just he got uh, the count got one upped by a prince. It's one one white guy who's higher up than the other white guy. His his words swayed more. Pecking order, right there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, but James James Purefoy, he looked good once he threw off that fucking just like black metal robe and then has his big old fucking fuzzy coat and shit with his big <laughs> dick fucking swinging claymore that he just like keeps in his pocket. Like, <laughs> dude, I mean, he looked so good. This guy could show up in movies for like 60 seconds and steal a stage and you're like, mm, yeah. I wanted I that coat, man. That dude, nice for coat. real, right? Incredibly comfortable. It does look very yeah, comfortable. I'm making, I'm making a, uh, a pledge. I'm only going to be um, covered in dead animals. <laughs> By the middle, by the middle of this year, I'm going to turn my entire wardrobe into dead animals. Wait, what else do you guys wear? I don't understand. Bill, we're not all from Maine. I just, sorry, I don't understand cultural differences sometimes, guys. I just, I don't know what clothing you guys have if it's not dead pelt. <laughs> Bill, I have a serious, unrelated question here for you, though. Oh, please, I look forward to this. Did you take your notes with a, a quill on papyrus for this? <laughs> Of course not. Don't be ridiculous, John. It's my Dixon Ticonderoga number two. Oh, okay. A little pad of paper. Just regular stuff. Sheepskin. Okay. Just. <laughs> just <laughs> <say Bella. laughs> I've been spending the last several We're not feather. savage. We're not savages up here. I do have I'm ink and quill. <laughs> ink? What kind of money? I don't have that kind of money. Ink money. Get out of here. <laughs> it's the, it's just the shop in recession. Sheep's rib bone and my own blood. <laughs> <laughs> You have any idea what the markup is on inks and quills right now? <laughs> Inflation's through the roof. <laughs> fucking supply Ink chain. Ink market's going to fucking shit. <laughs> King George is taxing the shit out of us. <laughs> hmm. Bill, people in Maine still think that this is 1776. Sorry, do years advance? No, no, no. Oh, I don't I, want to first. No, no, they're, so. no, they're all, all British right. loyalists still. <laughs> uh, Tories. Wigs? Tories. Tories. I think Tories. Tories. Yeah, Wigs, that was an American party. The Whig party. Yeah, the, the Whigs. Yeah. I think a Whig was who beat someone to death on the Senate floor. Let's back bring in the those day. guys back. It'd be fun. We're getting there. We're getting there. <laughs> and yeah. Say, you just wait, Bill. I mean, basically, I think what the Whig Party was at the end is basically what all right wingers are right now. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know. We could we could throw a little bit of the uh, British Parliament into it, where it's like a three drink minimum just to get in through the door, just to see what happens. Because they're great; they just scream at yep. each other. <laughs> it's fun. Anyways, Williams. Oh, fuck off! Oh, fuck off! Someone please remove <laughs> Mrs. Thatcher from the from the room. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so then we get the the final showdown with Adamar versus William, where Adamar wins the first two rounds after he cheats with a sharpened lance, which means that William needs to knock his enemy off the horse. So we get yet another slow-motion climactic finale where the good guy beats the bad guy. Then Adamar has a weird vision of all the good guys just talking shit to him. That was kind of fun. I didn't understand yet why he was like hovering above the ground for that vision. That was an odd choice as far as cinematography, but... I just wanted to take a moment to focus on his lance being like literally the big black like fist dildo that you see at Hustler. It's that or I was, think, think I was of- thinking Biff. Like I was thinking Biff and Back to the Future 2 is Kane. <laughs> <So> like, <laughs> knock knock, who's home? Anybody want to fly? 
I, John, I got a second to you on the dildo. I thought of me, myself, and Irene, the big, the big fist dildo that they have in that scene uh, <laughs> yeah. with with, uh, with Drew Carey. Oh my yeah, God! Yeah. I was like, Drew Carey. That that wasn't for me. That was that was for you. Woof! You shoved it up your own ass. Just throws it. <laughs> now, granted, you could probably joust with one of those things. You could beat someone to death. You could defend. You could defend your home with one of those big fist cocks. Like it's uh, so that's, that's a modern version. Yeah, it's it's just it's you're in a red bird. With a big, huge dildo, and you're smacking somebody on the street with it, and then you just crash into a church. This <laughs> is reenacting the Knight's Tale for the 21st century, sir. Your uh, alcohol level is 0. 0.27. Do you need to leave? Is that bad? You understand? Is that bad, sir? You're like three times over the legal, legal I, limit. I don't like, know how you're alive right now. You shouldn't be breathing. <laughs> All right, so then the movie ends with uh, with Jeff saying that he should write this story down. And then the two lovebirds kissed the ACDCs, shook me all night long. <laughs> yeah. yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. Some of the music choices were, were interesting. It was it was a fun tie-in. I looked at, well, I had to look it up because I didn't understand it either. I remember being kind of hyped about it as a kid because I was like, oh, the music doesn't suck. It's not just like, you know, like there's not a bunch of minstrels running around and shit. And I was like, that's cool. But the director was like, no, I wanted to show how people back in the 1300s would enjoy music the same way that we enjoy our music today. That's not a bad explanation. Okay. But everything you read, it's him constantly having to explain himself because everyone tore his ass apart oh God, for this yeah. movie. They're like, um, so none of the timelines were right. Jeffrey Chaucer wasn't a degenerate gambler. And he's like, well, Jeffrey Chaucer, this was actually supposedly set the year where historians don't have any records of his whereabouts. <laughs> Holy, like, like uh, if there was ever a time to call a nerd alert, it's on the fucking director <laughs> for this. It's like, and he didn't even put these facts and details into the movie. Yeah. I, th- I think the problem is that the, the movie didn't need those facts and details. His response should have just been like, did you watch the movie? Was it fun? Go fuck yourself. Like, that's kind because of, that's kind of the extent of it. Did you enjoy Was yourself? Was hot? Yes. <laughs> did you forget that oh. you were in a movie theater? Then shut your fucking mouth. Oh, you mean that uh, people back then didn't bang to They Shook Me On by Long by ACDC? Oh, I'm sorry. Are you trying to tell me? Yeah. I was really going for a documentary here. I feel foolish now. Yeah. Funny enough, too, the, the director of this movie is an Oscar-winning screenwriter. Oh, what did he win for? L.A. Confidential. Okay. Oh, interesting. So he writes for, like, dark-ass movies. So this was his part. Like, this was therapy for him. I'm going to list some of the things that he's written. It's, it's an interesting uh, smorgasbord. So his first thing was A Nightmare on Elm Street 4, The Dream Master, which is honestly probably oh. one of the best Nightmare on Elm Street movies. It's pretty fucking good. Um, highway to hell I don't know what the fuck that is uh, LA Confidential Conspiracy Theory with Mel Gibson uh, Payback with Mel Gibson and then he did The Knight's Tale but then he also he wrote uh, Mystic River which is great oh yeah. wow yeah. I want an Oscar yeah. too uh, he's, a, he's a dark dude yeah, I gotta t- take. I gotta jump in here and take an issue right, right with something, Max. So I've seen a lot of questionable eyes when you're talking about the movie and you're like you're listing off things like I can't believe this guy did something good did you not like this movie? I did like this movie. 
Okay. All right. I said that. Phil, Phil, he's a fucking liar. You you said you you liked it, but then every, like, every kind of, like, it doesn't really sound like you you think too highly of it. Bill, this is called content creation, okay? I'm just trying to get, I'm trying to stimulate some conversations. I'm trying to get some people. point by point here, boys. (laughs) (laughs) The audience listens closely. You can hear Max's pulse rate accelerate as he gets angrier and angrier. Well, then don't invite me on the show, Max. That's your fault. I'm here. Get used to it. I, I don't believe you, Bill. <laughs> oh, God. Maybe I'm not here. Get used to me coming Uh-oh. on and then saying I can't because I need to watch my fucking kids. I do have to, speaking of the kids, I have to say I'm impressed that you have one, one earmuff off of the headphones so that way you can just hear if something's going down. That's correct. That's impressive. Mm-hmm. That's, mm-hmm. that's impressive. That is one father and a group of four other men who don't have any kids. <laughs> yeah, just degenerates. Yeah. That we know of. <laughs> Asterix. If any, if any woman sat in a cab seat after me, you never know how that stuff works. Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So also, Capillary action. Yeah. <laughs> so did you guys watch the, uh, the end credit scene? Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, I, I mean, just by chance, I just fast forwarded just to see if they had one. And it's just all of William's friends drinking a beer and having a farting contest to see who has to buy the next round. And then that's it. <laughs> <laughs> and, and a point in the director's favor is he fought the the uh, the, the film company to keep this in. <laughs> we need Tooth the farting nail. contest. <laughs> we have. To have what it. a weird thing Don't to understand. argue about. I'm marketing this to middle schoolers. Like, the towers just fell. Like, we have to put it in there, you know? <laughs> <laughs> This country needs the farting contest. <laughs> God. Okay, time for trivia. John, take it away. Okay, so uh, speaking of the director, Heath actually knocked one of the director's teeth out with a broomstick while working through jousting techniques with him. So that's kind of fun. Um, also, all of the jousting was real. Um, they tried CGI because they were like, this is super fucking dangerous. And everyone's like, how do you think? And it just looks so bad that they said, no, we're doing it for real. They brought in uh, like a jousting instructor from um, fucking Las Vegas. Of course, that's where they are. (laughs) And had all the stunt people doing this. And then Heath was talking about it in an interview. And he goes, yeah, he was like, one of my first days, like one of the stunt guys got hit by a lance in the head and it ripped his jaw back to where he had to get 15 stitches. So whatever it looks like where you get hit and you have to get stitches on your jaw just to fix it back up. And then apparently it happened to him again when he came back onto set. Same guy, same guy, same guy. So like this shit was fucking, it was intense. Just don't be like, that happens to you once. Just count count your lucky stars. I got to yeah, right, imagine <laughs> he came back on set and he's like, ah, I don't know. I don't really, I don't think I should do this. And somebody's like, you got to get up back up on that horse. You're going to get scared. You're never going to go and do it. If you don't do it now, got to do it. Guy, the guy's jaw gets ripped in half. He's just, oh, I didn't, that was, <laughs> I didn't say anything. Hopefully he has some <laughs> concussion and doesn't remember this. <laughs> that makes so, it even, said, that makes it even more impressive for the fact that all these people who were doing the jousting back in the day were also like inbred incestual fucking Brits who probably barely had chins and jaws to begin with. True. It's pretty impressive. That's why they're so good at it. True. They mm. didn't have a chin to get ripped off. <laughs> well, also, <laughs> like if you look back to the, the very... <laughs> uh, if you look, if, 
if you look back to the, the very first scene where they're like introducing the movie and then like two guys just run like, you know, full force into each other, like whoever got hit in that apparently got knocked the fuck out and they kept <laughs> it in. So that was cool. But all of the, um, the lances were hollow, so they would break super easy and, you know, everything was blunted. But to give the splinter effects, they were really into the splinter effects. They stuffed them full of dry linguine. Hmm. So most of the splinters you see are just pasta. Yeah. Which is super <laughs> cool. <laughs> I, just, I read something um, about that. I, I thought that was fucking hilarious. Yeah. Do you yeah. Mean, right? So it's like, okay. I mean, you know, they know how to make special effects work. And like, honestly, yeah, fuck CGI. Like, we're just going to just we'll fix the problem <laughs> with cars. It's going to be better. It's, okay. it's practical. <laughs> like, no, um, I love the some of the, like, the practical effects solutions. It, it, anywhere else in your life. Anywhere. I don't care where it is. Anywhere else in your life. Some of those solutions are you just laugh someone out of the room. They're like, all right, here's what we're going to do. We're going to stuff it full of dry linguine. <laughs> Listen, I'm an engineer. I know what I'm talking about. What are you talking about? <laughs> stuff it full of dry linguine. Tim, in Tim, the movie I world? Think, I don't think this bridge is going to work. Uh, how about we put some linguine on it? What do you think? Yeah. <laughs> what are you talking about? It's totally made of dry linguine. <laughs> it's hollow and made of linguine. Yeah. How could it not Structural it's integrity. The stuff on earth. <laughs> yeah, we really need that. And even if it does break, wouldn't it look great when it explodes? There's <laughs> everywhere. Oh, God. Win win. Meanwhile, in Hollywood, they're like, great idea. Try Linguini. Get this guy. This guy's the new head of special effects. <laughs> <laughs> I was just hungry. I meant to say lumbar wood, but I, I, I don't know. I guess it works. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's see. Um, oh, so the director fought to have the entire set flown into Czechoslovakia two weeks early, basically under the guise of just going, like everyone has to go over to the script for two weeks. We need to build camaraderie and a whole thing. They didn't go over the script. They didn't do any of that. They all just got shit-faced and partied for two weeks. And, he, and like, therefore, the cast loved one another. Everybody was like best mm. friends. Like there weren't any big fucking problems, but everyone just got shit-faced and continued to be shit-faced through most of this too, it seems. Um, I feel like that easily could have gone the other way. Like, yeah. it, you know, two weeks of getting oh, yeah. shit-faced together, you end up like having feuds, immense like hatred of people. But like, honestly, how else are you going to get a bunch of like, just like pompous Brits <clears throat> to like bond with one another? Like, let's go drop them in a foreign country where they're the only English speakers around. Like they're going to band up. It's going to be okay. Yeah. And they introduce a lot of beer. So they did it well, too. It's like they do beer really well in Prague. It's not like, oh, we sent them to Bordeaux. And they're all like, what the fuck is this? That's where Pilsner came from. That kind of sounds like how colonies are started. (laughs) 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 Just drop some Brits into a foreign country and get them drunk. Get them drunk, yeah. (laughs) That's like how colonies are started, man. It's a recipe for imperialism. Yeah. Two hundred years later. <laughs> I suppose you could have your country back. But it we was really just a drunken joke between me and old Polly. <laughs> of course we need to keep our, our religion. Yours is just barbaric. Yeah. Hey, do you mind if we draw some portals that are gonna be terribly problematic hundred years from now? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's see. Um, Paul Bettany, he got fucking laryngitis from screaming so much. So that's fun. Um, let's Great see. Great high man in this movie. Oh, he was God, fucking so- amazing. Yes, the Herald. The Herald. Apparently, I guess the director really fought for him too. Like, they yeah, did not yeah. want him in this movie because I guess he was playing a, a character on a, like a BBC TV show at the time who was like a psychopathic criminal. And they're like, we're not having this guy in this movie. <laughs> we want Drew they- Carey. <laughs> 
Yeah, we want true carry. Yeah, we know best. True or bust. <laughs> bust on those jelly rolls. Um, so once again, a lot of the extras were just folks off the street in Prague, so they didn't understand English. So like, remember the sword duel at the very beginning, and you know. Jeffrey comes in and he gives like the big monologue after, you know, he just like won the whole fucking thing. And he's like, yes, and I give you, sir, Ulrich von Lichtenstein. And everyone's like, uh, and then like the one guy in the back's like, "Uh, yeah, Yeah. and everyone starts laughing. That was totally real. No one spoke English. so They didn't know if they were supposed to clap or like freak out or anything. So they kept it in. It was a complete blooper. They just kept the whole thing in. Hilarious. That's like one of my favorite scenes. I love that. I, I, I still remember that from the trailer back in the day too, and that makes more sense why they put it in there, just because it was just so organic. It's just it's cool. sometimes, man, you can't you can't pay for this kind of shit, man. Yeah. Um, oh, last bit, last piece. So you got the Nike swoosh that was on the carbon steel armor or whatever. They had to go to Nike to ask permission to do this, and Nike said, "Like, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, that's fine. Didn't you know that one of the founders' last names was Knight?" <laughs> Hmm. What? That's cool. So yeah. That's cool. So, but but that's all I got. Uh, once again, just not to put an underline uh, or to highlight this too much, but Heath was banging Heather Graham during the entire. Wait, wait, wait! Though you're telling me that they went and asked Nike for permission. Nike didn't pay for the free advertising they got in this movie. I, I don't know about any kind of okay. agreement other than they okay. said they like they were like go for it, you know, whether or not there was money exchanged or anything. But apparently that was kind of a big deal. Oh, but the other piece to that is the uh, the director and everybody didn't realize that this one of the founders or the founder, whoever's last name was Knight. So like one of the executives from Nike were like, didn't you know that? Like, what the fuck, man? Who, who would know mm-hmm. that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah. Ah. Hmm. Ah. OK. So yeah, but that's all we got. That's really, that's all we got. Well done. All right, box office game. How much does this movie cost? How much did it make? I'm going to say it made, or cost, I'm factoring in what you just said about flying the set over two weeks and getting drunk. (laughs) I think it cost $99 million to make, and I think it made $380 million. I'm going to, I'm going to, uh, I was right in the same mindset with you, Tim, but I'm going to bump that up to 110 million to factor in all the linguini. Um, <laughs> but I'm going to say this probably only made like 150 million. I feel like it didn't do mm-hmm. well. Did I know the answer, well? so I'm not going to say it. Yeah, okay. I know too. Okay. Yeah. So it cost 65 million, and it made 117 mm. million. Mm. It did not do well. It did okay. I mean, but, almost. Yeah, yeah, it made a it made a profit, but so I just pulled this up too. I guess the number one movie that year was Harry Potter, which you know we mentioned before. That made two hundred eighty eight million. Like, just the box office numbers have just completely changed in the past twenty years. To like the last Harry Potter, like the last two Harry Potter movies made like a billion each. It's crazy, right? But uh, it yeah, opened at nuts, opened at number two on the weekend of May eleventh, two thousand and one. Any guesses as far as what number one was that week? Um, we have. I not knew this yesterday. So here's a hint. So we have not covered this movie, but we have covered uh, the first movie. This is a sequel to a movie that we covered. Here's another hint. In the episode, in the opening, Tim is talking about just being blackout drunk, staring at the sun. 
Oh shit! <laughs> that's a lot of episodes, Max. That's a that's a lot of episodes. <laughs> was that? I, was like, I don't was like see years nothing. Ago. <laughs> I got see nothing. nothing. It was uh, the Mummy Returns. Uh, <laughs> oh man, what a film! Yep. What a film! You can say that again, uh, Preble. I know. God. What a her. film! Kiss her against her will. Oh God! Wasn't that consent. the? Wasn't that The Rock's like film debut too? I think so. Yeah, he's the Scorpion King in that. In that. God, dude, dude just that's that's big as he ever. Say a fucking word the entire movie. Yeah, he hasn't talked. No, he just the, the, worst just yelled. the worst CGI of any movie ever. <laughs> Holy uh-huh. shit! It was bad even back then. Yeah. Oh, that was a rough one. Ooh. Okay, next question: Who is your favorite and least favorite in this? Uh, I'll go. Say, oh, go ahead, go ahead, John. Oh, mine's Chaucer. There's nothing you can say bad against Chaucer. He was just funny as fuck. Uh, my least favorite is Watt. Kind of because he just misfires the entire movie, which is kind of like me. So, <laughs> good. good British accent. You hate yourself. I do. Alan Tunick's from Texas. He he has a. I mean, he sounded just like everybody else in the movie. You would never guess it. Really, he's from Texas, huh? Mm-hmm. They still have gingers in Texas. I think his hair is dyed. It was very dyed. I, he might like he might kind of be a ginger, but I mean, like for this movie, it was really over. The it top. was a ginger in dodgeball. Mm, that's true. Uh, that's true. Mm. Uh, mm. I would say I, I got to agree. Chaucer was my favorite. It, like playing a hype man in the you know the 14th century, I thought it was hilarious. I loved it. You know, he was so good. Um, I get it. I'm gonna say Jocelyn was my least favorite just because she made Will lose. I fucking hated that scene and I hated her from that point on in the movie, basically. Fuck out here, Yoko. Yeah, exactly. Self sabotaging yeah. <laughs> yeah. great man. I wanna say Roland was my favorite because fuck you guys. A fat person <laughs> needs some love in this goddamn movie. Everyone else was so skinny <laughs> in this. God, skinny and beautiful. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> um my least favorite was uh the What's his name? The Count. Adamar. Chocula. Count Dracula. Yeah. <laughs> First of all, listen, your your uh, brunette curls don't fool me, bro. Okay, I I know I know everything about you. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> Are you talking to me, Tim or John? This feels like an attack on Max. <laughs> you haven't turned the camera. Yes. <laughs> oh God! What what does he know that I don't? Let me pick. Let me pick you out. Listen to me, you son of a bitch. Let me pick you, <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I see well, right through well, on you. That, well, on that, well, Tim. On that note, I'm gonna go the opposite. I love Count Adamar was my favorite. I loved him. He was just like, listen, I I love Rufus Sewell. He does a bunch of good stuff in other movies. You just you know, he's just like, yeah, I'm I'm amazing. Like I'm good at what I do. I hurt people in real life. That's what real men do. So, um, <laughs> so I liked him. I liked him. I liked him. He's like kind of my favorite. And my least favorite, yeah, I got to say Jocelyn. She's just like fucking. He's like, oh, I'm a fox and that's all I'll be. And Mr. Hunter. And he's just like, no, I just like you. Like, what's your name? She's like, no, don't know that. <laughs> it's like, just what is your name? God, fuck you. Like, why are you doing? Why are you leading me to a. A, a church so I'm going to get in trouble. Why are you making me lose? Why are you making me hurt? Like literally you're physically going to die on purpose. God, get that lady out of here. 
And then she goes, because it's the 1300s and I'm 12. (laughs) (laughs) I'm actually nine years old. (laughs) Oh, okay. I'm legally binded by God to not tell you my name. Exactly. And I'm about to be effectively sold by my dad to this random stranger I've ever met. Okay. It's better than being a nun. (laughs) Best of luck. At least I will get that sweet, sweet dick once in my life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that unwashed, un- uncut dick. Yeah, it's, yeah. They needed they needed manscaped, manscaped. back then, real bad. This is good. I like this. Going. I can't wait to like email you, Max, and say, you're, we're no longer going to sponsor Cease and desist using our name. <laughs> that is <guys>. a given. <laughs> <laughs> like, to which I'll say, hey, you guys fucking reached out to me, right? Yeah. <laughs> you listen to this podcast, right? You have an understanding of who we are. Biggest oh, can't be right. chooses. We need you to send back the lawnmowers, but we used them. Yeah, send them back anyway. Yeah, it's fine. You take this. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I've really used mine, though. You don't even know. I shaved my, my dog's balls with them, too. Just, like, I was going to say, I shaved my dog with it. <laughs> Honestly, I'm pretty sure federally, Bill would have to write a contract for... Uh, for Clean Harbors to come pick up my <laughs> my lawnmower. <laughs> that's, that's a hazard. That's hazardous waste that needs speaking to be disposed of by professionals. Speaking of dysentery, <laughs> oh, I've just I've so desperately wanted to have a clean shaven butt. It took so much of the lawnmower's power. Uh, I just want to look like the boys in the movies. <laughs> I just want my butt to look like the boys in the movies. <laughs> Um, my favorite, I'm going to say is Roland, just ideal sidekick for a movie, super loyal, selfless, but he also isn't afraid to like throw some verbal jabs at you if you're being a cunt. And, um, I guess my least favorite really there, you guys didn't think I liked this movie, but there really wasn't a lot to complain about. Like the acting was good in this. Like I couldn't, there wasn't anybody that really stood out as bad. Um, I think I would just say, uh, what's his name though? Um, Adamar. Just because he was like a watered down Joaquin Phoenix from Gladiator, like there's mm. several scenes in which I was like when there when he was in the prison, I was just waiting for him to stab him. And he, instead, he like yeah. starts to cry and then he leaves. He just starts like, to what cry. The fuck is this? Yeah, I, a little weird. I will say, even though I see he still is my favorite character, Max, I did realize, my like, wow, this actually is just like a this is like the the a thousand years later. This is just Gladiator. Yeah, at a point where he's just like, "Oh, you bitch boy! Like you took the girl I like, and blah blah blah." And I'm just like, "Oh, is he gonna actually hurt him?" I don't remember this part. Like, oh, never mind. But Underrated yeah, offense, true. by the way. I love bitch boy. <laughs> just the alliteration <laughs> of that. <laughs> hey, you little bitch boy! <laughs> I spit on my mic. Okay, time for the whole my popcorn ratings. Prepare to be judged. What's your rating for the Knight's Tale or a Knight's Tale? Excuse me. Uh, I, I'm going to give this uh, five large fist dildos inside of Drew Carey. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you he could take them. Every single one of them. I bet he yeah. could too. Yeah. Cleveland rocks. 
I'll give this 3,426 broken lances out of the 67 horses that were probably euthanized at the making of this one. <laughs> <laughs> More horse meat, my lord. <laughs> well, they, 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 this is the Czech Republic. The, uh, <laughs> yeah. the loose horse labor laws. We don't need to be eating these horses. This is 2001 in Prague. We really, come on. I'm, I'm in a five-star hotel. I'm fucking Heather Graham. I don't need horse meat. <laughs> I'm going to give this movie, kind of following along uh, with Bill, I'm going to give this movie um, five of Drew Carey's best lines out of Ace Ventura, Peck Detective. Uh, <laughs> out of... Three of Jim Carrey's worst or Drew Carrey's worst lines in Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. <laughs> <laughs> perfect, perfect rating. Nailed it. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, yeah, I guess I'll so I guess I'll go next. And I'm just gonna give this two of the flattest titties of all time over <laughs> over eight hundred and eighty-eight pounds of uncooked pasta flying out of uh, <laughs> Flying out of an innumerable number of uh, balsa wood uh, uh, lances. Oh, God, I'm going to give this um, 23. The number 23, which of course is Drew Carey's best movie. <laughs> <laughs> Have you actually? Seen, I've never seen any of his movies. This no, no, it's 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 a yeah. It's a Jim Carrey movie. <laughs> oh fuck! All right, directed I'm... by the guy who directed the bad Batman movies. <laughs> John's sitting there like, I don't Wait. think Drew Carey was in any of these. I don't think Drew Carey's ever been in a movie. <laughs> I'll give it that out of one Paul Bettany toe suck. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, pay, yeah, that Paul was. Hey, Paul Bettany to suck my toes. <laughs> On day one, naked. I'd pay that Marvel guy, whatever his name is, Vision, Vision. to suck my toes. There you go. <laughs> suck my toes any day, Vision. Yeah, yeah right, Vision? Man, Elizabeth Olsen sure is lucky for all the toe sucking she must get on a regular basis. <laughs> Guys, don't talk about the Scarlet Witch that way. That's, not, that's just wrong. Come on. Sir, I can't suck your toes anymore. You don't have any. Just suck it, Paul. Get to the bone. To the bone. <laughs> to the bone ball. <laughs> oh, that's all I got. Um I don't think we have any social media shout outs or anything, do we? No. No, we, we don't have anything yeah. at the moment. Yeah. Okay. Any, Which is uh, fine. Any last any last uh, comments? Yes. So you guys are knocking her tits in this movie, and I just got to say this scene here. Dude, no. Okay, I'm me. with Bill. Right. Bill I'm has with Bill. just been yeah. screenshotting yeah, yeah, yeah. titties, haven't you? <laughs> High five, Bill. I high, five, high, five, high five, No, totally and I seal in tits, totally And I seal tits, and I seal tits. I see all these browsers open up here. <laughs> Get off my screen. Get out of here, Max. Unbelievable. Also, underrated was her her lady friend. Agreed. Jesus fucking oh, Christiana? Yeah. It's funny enough. So she was, uh, she got nominated for an Oscar for, um, what was that silent film movie? What the fuck was that called? The, uh, artist. the Artist. The Artist. Yeah, she's like the wife in The Artist. Oh, really? Yeah, because I looked, I'm like, who is she? Like, 
why hasn't she done anything else? Like, oh no, she got nominated for <laughs> Max, yeah. Max later going on to the celebrityarchive.com hey, or whatever. They both have <laughs> the same hair and skin and eyes. I mean, that's what I'm all about. So they're both brown. Research. That's true. Got my attention. Best in the biz. <laughs> I do have Max one fucking comment. bloodhound over here. Huh? I do have one comment. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I've had to take a shit for the last 30 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> so I think I'm going to go take a shit right, All right. now. Well, let's, end, let's wrap All up right. the episode before Tim dies of dysentery. So that's the episode. Uh, Manscaped. Shave your asshole so all the poop comes out. <laughs> <laughs> they don't have these problems Tim's having right now. I'm gonna cut a cut a hole in his in his seat. Just, <laughs> just tears through that asshole so you can get optimal pooping degree. <laughs> optimal, <laughs> optimal poop velocity. The highest radius in circumference of poop. Okay, right, that's it. Yep, we're, we're in. Jason Smuckers. Right, right, best of luck out there, Tim. <laughs> Good night. Right, thanks, fellas. I'll let you know how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let you guys know next week when I get out of the bathroom. I thought that that's what he was going to do earlier when he just left the room real quick. I was like, oh, <laughs> gonna take a shit. Like, oh, we all taking a break now because Tim's gonna come. like, no, nope, yeah. never mind. I'll be right. I've back. seen that waddle before. That's the same waddle that I do. It's like, hup, 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 hup. like, nope, 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 nope. It's, oh, Tim was running like Drew Carey at the end of the Drew Carey show when he's just doing his little parade in front of Cleveland. <laughs> just yeah, that's right. He's running like that with a bunch of dildo shove up his ass. <laughs> perfectly, perfectly done. Indeed. Okay. Fun times. All right, fellas. Appreciate you well, guys coming. Perfect. On. See you, gents. Well, thank you for having us. I have to talk about oh, this. Boy. Anytime. Oh, boy. Historical inaccuracies are always Man. always a surefire oh, way no, to get Bill. me on board. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. It looks it looks like it just stopped recording when I plugged in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh god. When I plugged in the the microphone, because it only says oh, it's eight minutes and eleven seconds, it it was it didn't have the it had like the stop button up the whole time, but I guess Bill, the timer you wasn't son running. The bitch, you piece of shit. That's, right. you that's, didn't a, say, that's you... Tim's thing. <laughs> that's Tim's thing, not yours. <laughs> that's Tim's fucking thing, not recording. How <laughs> dare you? We didn't even have a guest tonight. Listen, it's my thing to have audio issues <laughs> when we have a guest, and it's Tim's thing for not for him not to record. All right, you guys are all yeah. supposed to be flawless. <laughs> I'm not paying you top dollar to fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry.